what I've learned is being authentic to what actually, what, what I call tickles your unconscious. Like yeah. What tickles you, right? Mm. What makes you excited subconsciously. And if you can find that, just go all in on that. You have wonder what you would be able to do if you were the ultimate version of you, right? You would then have an easy time creating what you want. And yes, effortlessly enjoying life too. Now, you may know this already, the influence you have over your reality is far beyond what you've been told. Soon, you realize that your outer world is merely a mirror of your inner world, and we're here to connect the dots for you. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to God Well, everyone, welcome back to God Mode. So today we have some special guests. You guys are always special. And then we have Dallin, who is with us today. Um, Dallin, I, I would love for you to share a little bit about yourself. But before you do, I'm afraid that you might be too humble. So I'm going to say a couple of things, <laughs> if that's OK. Let's brag about them. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm going to leave most of the detail out. I'm just going to say, first off, he is the founder and creator of one of the world's largest, largest fitness conventions and events um, ever created. Is that fair to say? I think that's uh, pretty close. It's yeah. One of them. Yeah, one of them. We were working our way up. Absolutely. You were top two or top three, right? Absolutely. And um, and then through some wonderful relationships that you met, um, you you and also just timing perfectly you exited the business and uh, i think you met the gentleman when you were in one of the upgrade trainings yeah mm -hmm. awesome and uh since then you've been basically living the dream traveling the world with the family and i mean you're like 25 you're so youthful <laughs> so you're like living the dream man i mean he does look 25 so he is properly jacked yeah yeah kudos to you man <laughs> It's well, thank you. Um, I appreciate that. Uh, my wife and I, we uh, every morning we we always have the opportunity just to talk. And multiple mornings we talk about how Upgrade single-handedly changed our life. And I really, really mean that. Dang, um, thank you. So it completely changed our perspective on um, how we looked at life and our thought process and our current reality. And um, so thank you, William. I really mean that. Hey, I believe and know that you deserve it. Yeah, thank you. This is just the beginning. I'm so glad that through it we got to meet and I think that if you guys continue to listen through the episode, we've discovered some incredible things that we're gonna be announcing and uh, we're gonna have Dallin involved in, well, more like he's gonna have us involved in as he's developing this incredible thing. We're gonna do this together. I think there will be some really exciting journeys that will come out of it, some really incredible experiences. So let that just be a tease for now, and then we'll we'll talk about that in a little bit. And and please tell us a little bit more about you and why you're passionate about fitness and and building these incredible experiences for people who who enjoy fitness. And then how you got from there to here. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I played uh, I played football at the University of Utah. Um, so I grew up in California, moved there to play football at the University of Utah. From there, I met my wife, um, and actually, funny story, when I was, what happens is when, when you play football, it's required that you get your ankles taped before every practice. And at the time, there was a woman who came through the doors, 
um, cause she was an athletic trainer. She taped ankles and I looked at her and I said, that's the girl I'm going to marry. Wow. And so that's my current wife. Now we ended up getting married uh, and that's where we met. Called a shot. Yeah. So <laughs> stayed in Utah, um, following playing football at the university of Utah. Um, I worked in the sports performance field, training athletes, et cetera. And from there, I went back to school to get my master's in business, my MBA. And so while I was running this business, training athletes, doing my MBA, I had the idea to start a fitness convention. And so I started what we called FitCon at that time, which is a big fitness expo uh, filled with competitions from sumo wrestling, like legitimate sumo wrestlers where the guys wear the, right. you know, you know, diapers. Wow. Diapers yeah. um, to powerlifting. I don't know. They look like diapers. I forgot. You hey, might get offended. If you Upside call down turban. I don't know. You, can, you can vet me. <laughs> you know, just say he's good. Yeah, I don't know. I need. I'll find out. Yeah. Well, so the, the so the funny story about that real quick. How yeah. I got sumo wrestling was Kevin Hart did a video on YouTube where he uh, fought a sumo wrestler, and the guy he fought his name was Kelly, and I was like, Kelly. I started to do some research. I found he was from Idaho. I contacted Kelly, and then I got Kelly to bring out his sumo wrestling. Uh, tournament to fit on. So that's how, <laughs> how cool is that? Yeah. Hey, you guys had cage fights, MMA fights? MMA fights, Muay Thai fights, armored combat where guys would dress in armored what? shields, yeah, you know, axes, and they'd fight. So uh, CrossFit, so powerlifting, roller derby, fencing. Um, oh, man. We had like 20 to 30 competitions in the venue at one time happening. And then we'd bring out different celebrity guests and fitness influencers. We had the latest fitness companies there selling products. So it was just a two day event. Mm. Um, so yeah, that's what I started and built, and um, it's called a Mawashi, not Mawashi. a diaper. It is called a Mawashi. To be clear, now Mawashi. Remember, all right. Cool. Now we know. It's a big. Mm. It's a big thong. It's, <laughs> it's gigantic. <laughs> so yeah, so that's how it started. That's what we built, and then um, you know I had a, brought on a couple partners, big uh, big fitness influencers in the industry, um, Keaton Hoskins, the muscle. Mm. was one of my partners and he was on the diesel brothers and now he's just crushing life right now he runs limitless society that huge event wow. um, my other business partner was rob bailey who was the big fitness um you know flag nor fail started that brand so those are my partners in it and then we uh had the opportunity to sell it and so we sold it about a year and a half ago a year and a half ago so um yeah it's a fun experience loved it and um time to get on to the next phase of life that's right. It's a milestone, isn't it? It is a milestone. What would you say was the biggest learning that you had throughout this journey? Maybe, maybe even bring bring up uh, some of the learnings that you got, not just from Upgrade, but including stuff from Upgrade. What would you say that if someone wants to sell their business or grow to the point where they can sell their business, what would you advise them from your learnings? Yeah, um, in the context of wanting to sell their business, this is where, um, so Ryan Nadell, who was on this podcast, actually, um, he was instrumental in teaching me how to prepare it. Um, if I was to give advice on someone who wants to sell a business and build it, is uh, three things. One, it's all about the brand, I feel. So if you have a really good brand with a good product and a good company, that's going to attract the right buyer, make it sexy almost. Um, two is have really good financials. Um, I started this business as like a side hustle at first and ma and pa shop. And so, um, my financials probably weren't in a position like that, uh, made it easy to interpret for the buyers. And so that was something that I would have redone and, and done it the correct way and really, um, presented it in a certain way that, uh, 
that made more sense. Um, and then the third one that I would say, and this is the biggest one, is remove yourself from the business. And this is a lesson that I learned where I was so emotionally attached to running FitCon that it dictated the quality of my life quite, quite often, where if it was a bad day at work, it was a bad day for me at home. And once I detached from it and understood that this is a business and it should run itself, it's not my life, that was a powerful move, which allowed me then to let it go and sell it. Mm. So yeah, if I could comment on that, I remember when you and I first had our onboarding call, dude, and you were like, I feel like breaking through a boundary at that time. And to see where you're at now, it's like a complete 180 in terms of like complete rel relaxedness. And yeah. Just like your playfulness is more apparent. And you and I were still getting to know each other at that time too. So it was a bit of a rapport thing, but I just feel like you're way more open now yeah. with the, I don't know, just your overall mindset. No, and that's mm -hmm. true. Um, I, after I sold, I, I tell people, you know, it's honestly been a year of healing for me where I, I didn't realize how much that business dictated my, my stress levels in my life, which this is where upgrade was so powerful was, um, creating the reality that I want <laughs> and manufacturing it. And a part of that was pulling away from it and seeing the big picture. Um, so that, that's, that's very, very true. It's been a, it's been a year of healing and really like, you know, um, understanding who I am and what I want to be. Yeah. So thank you. But mm. thank you. yeah. Well, I think, um, one of the reasons that we want to have you on again today is uh, a little bit of a teaser. Um, everyone who listens to this podcast knows if you listen to most of our trains that we love to travel domestically and more importantly, internationally. And Dallin is also a fellow lover of international travelers. Well, um, oh man, lover might be an understatement. I he, think it's like a master. Can't give away all the real. context. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's been, yeah. A, it's been a major factor of our life. What we used to do just to go on that was a, a portion of our life was, um, cause we had one big event a year. It was a lot of build up to this event. We'd have this event and then we'd go to Europe, you know, for a long time just to kind of decompress and just go travel Europe or go on a big trip. So it's been a big part of our life. Absolutely. It's so like valuable for us as human beings to go out and expand our minds, experience new cultures, like religions, environments, value systems. So it's beautiful. And one of the things that we want to bring into Upgrade as Upgrade goes into the next evolution is doing more international events. And that's where you are now going to help us out with. Yeah. So a little backstory on that. Um, about last, uh, last January, I think it was, um, my wife and I made a, a priority once a month to go travel outside of our house and go on like a little trip, you know, with the kids or just us. Sorry, no kids, no kids, just us. Yeah. And it was January and we were in Santa Monica and we were just walking to the pier and there was people outside playing beach volleyball. And we stopped and we looked at each other and we said, like, they're choosing to live here and they could go play beach volleyball in January on the beach. Like, how awesome is that? And we looked at each other and we said, we're choosing to, you know, to live in Utah where we currently were. And we're we can choose whatever we want to do and to give ourselves permission to, you know, we can choose whatever life we want, how we want to live it uh, was really powerful. So from that moment, it was, OK, well, what do you what do we enjoy doing? Well, we love traveling. Well, let's choose to make travel our our next profession. Let's make it a part of our life. And so since then is when we I've, dip, I've dove real far into the travel industry and started to 
make the connections with people all around the world to start curating these trips and experiences that we have in the pipeline. You have some of the craziest connections too. After right before we did this episode, we're doing a, a little bit of planning into this thing we're going to announce. And then one thing after another, you're like, oh yeah, I got to connect here. Oh, I can get somebody here. I was like, how the heck, man? That's wild. So uh, yeah, I mean, should we? I mean, I don't we know should how much tell them a little it. bit, right? Yeah. I mean, this is a draft in a sense. Although Dallin's got it really all mapped out and he's got the relationship solidified. But if we, why don't we tell them a go little bit it. about what we heard? Sure. Should, should I go? Yeah. Okay, I'll tell them. Um, so, wow, I think, where do I even start? We got London, right? You can have, you can have this incredible experience in London. You know what? I'm just going to have you talk about it. It's too good. I, I'm not going to talk about it. <laughs> I'm going to have you talk about it. Could you tell us about London and what you have planned so far for London? Yeah, there's, um, there's an experience that we have planned where I don't want to take people and just travel outside of the United States. I want to fully immerse people into an environment that is unbelievable, that stretches their imagination, mm. right? So, yeah, anybody can go travel to London and stay at a hotel and do, you know, all the normal things. But, but what if we could go to London and have an experience that was so mind-blowing that the possibilities are expanded in their mind? And that's, that's, what, I'm, that's what we want to do. So mm. I, I don't know how much detail we want to get into, but we basically have this experience coming up in London where it's, it's uh, something you can't do on your own. I have access to different activities and experiences that you can't do if you just went to London by yourself. Can we tease them with a couple of them? Yeah, yeah, we can. Um, which which They're one? They're all epic. Yeah, uh, so, so one of the experiences that um, I'm a history guy, like I love history, I love architecture, I love, when I travel Europe, I go to as many churches as I can. Mm. I love seeing when they were built, I love the architecture, I love all of that. Um, so, one of the things that I'm really excited for is uh, we have the opportunity to have dinner on the the Tower of London, the iconic tower so in London, cool. you know, it's so we can privatize that, go up to the top tower, have the views over the entire city in that iconic tower. Um, so that's one of them that we have in the pipeline we're looking at doing. Hmm. Um, and the other one about, can you tell us about the suit? Yeah, so we so we have the opportunity to privatize. Uh, private, when I say privatize, basically shut down the place so there's no public, um, and we can go into a, a Kingsman, a Royal Kingsman, and everybody has the opportunity to get a tailored suit from a Royal Kingsman, and they're going to ship it ship it back home in a little butterfly and a little little bow tie. Um, so when you come back home, you have a, a Royal Kingsman tailored suit. Could you explain to the audience in case they don't know what a Royal Kingsman versus a normal Kingsman versus just normal tailors? Men's yeah. warehouse. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So the, yeah. like, you know, a normal tailor is your men's warehouse, et cetera, things like that. Uh, when you start talking about the Kingsmen or the Royal Kingsmen, these are the people who, uh, you know, tailor the suits for the wealthy or the Royal party or family of the Royal party. Right. Um, and so we have an opportunity to go to one of those tailors. So royal Kingsman is only really for the Royal family. You know, I don't want to speak like, absolutes but typically if there's a royal below it it's it's someone of it's the so royal family end. or someone related to them or some friends and family aristocracy type mm -hmm. level mm -hmm. they're elite let's put it that way yeah that's our, our suits are going to be dope amazing so wow. so yeah that's what that's what i want to do and that's uh that's just two of the pieces two of, of 
the in, I mean, a huge amount of incredible experiences. Yeah. yeah, I mean, what Brady was saying, all the stuff that you were talking about, it's the unique combination of things that you have access to, the people, and to make this a, an immersive experience combined with some upgrade mindset training and then potentially bringing a bring in biggest to do some training as well. So we're going to have mindset and media combined with this amazing experience that you can put together. I think for anyone who's listening and if you qualify for this trip, because there will be a certain qualification for this trip, um, just going to put that out there right now. This is a top-notch elite experience. Um, we'll have an opportunity. We're going to open it up for you to reach out, and we'll let you know when that will be to invite you into it. Um, but this experience is going to be extremely unique. And People it's should just level. reach out now, right? That doesn't mean they can join, but at least they should Early head counts good. If they're curious and if they uh, you know, they qualify. Yeah. How 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 do people qualify for this? Um, million dollar net worth. At least. At least. Got to be yeah. a business owner. Um, the value of it is being in this room, too, of getting to know the other people and how much value you're going to bring to this room as well. We're going to provide a valuable experience along with valuable training skill sets, media packages for them. The true value is who you're going to get to know in this room too as well. Yeah, there will be trainings and you'll be immersed in, in content of a very elite caliber. We're going to bring the best of upgrades training. Not going to be all trainings because we want you to have fun and it's more centered around experience and who you'll meet, who you'll spend time bonding with in these exotic and or incredible locations with history and with culture right and so i think people are going to get a get a true experience of what it feels like to be a multi 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 i mean i'm, I'm going to say multi-millionaire because a lot of multi-millionaires don't even live like a multi-millionaire they don't even know how it feels like to be a millionaire and even billionaires sometimes they they don't really go for the experiences that they want right because we're human We've all been taught we don't need certain things. So I think this is an experience. And, and we're not saying you have to be, you know, really, really wealthy to join this. The minimum is only a million, right, net worth. So if you qualify, I'd say you reach out. It's certainly, it's certainly an affordable but not, not cheap at all type of trip. So if you're going to reach out, you need to at least have 50 grand sitting around ready to spend on travel Otherwise, this is not the trip for you. This is where we have the button pop up. You can spend 50K on a trip. Click this button now. And I'll say this. Like, this year alone, I spent 170K on travels. 170. I look back and I'm like, man, was that well spent? And I'm like, heck yeah, it was well spent. Right? Because the experiences that I had, I'm like, wow, could I have saved that money and put it in real estate, put it in something? Yeah, but the problem is if we presuppose that we spent that money and it cannot come back, we're presuppo presupposing we won't make more money. And if I could add one thing, Please. I've learned there's there's really like three from upgrade. If I had to take away other than the actual trainings and, you know, the actual content, it's it's the training is one which you'll get on this trip. Um it's changing it's it's immersing yourself in see feel touch here in new environments that you didn't think were possible it, it it creates a belief system in you where it's like i can have this but the last one 
is who you're around. And the reality of it is, is if I was to spend $500 on a trip, let's say I'm going to be around other people who can afford $500. But if you actually are looking to upgrade and take that next step in your life, you need to be around the best of the best. And the best of the best spend money to be around the best of the best. So that's what I've learned. And that's been the most impactful thing on my life. Yeah, you know, this is very important. Yes, Brady, please. Well, I mean, I wanted to dive into when we did uh, vision planning. And so I wanted to learn a little bit more. Oh, yeah, we were all there together. Here we are. We all go to your house. (laughs) And, uh, Will, you have this incredible uh, training that you do. And usually do it with one-on-one clients. But you're able to do it with us as uh, part of the Upgrade team. It was awesome. So we designed all of the things that we want in our life, right? And we came with, like, 50 to 100 different like picture cutouts and we have everybody's like sprawled out on the floor in your house and you and your wife showed up with like 300 like we did it wrong but we did it right (laughs) yeah you guys got a lot (laughs) it was impressive because like these like tiny little strips of paper and we've got like i don't know like magazine size cutouts yeah we do and so it's uh, the reason i bring that up is because we talk a lot in upgrade about the importance of designing the world that you want and you're a great case study of that you've done that and then in the last year you've healed, recovered, move forward, and then you've been designing a little bit more. So I, I want to speak to, have you speak to the, the power of design, because that's led to what you're building now, right? You're going, I love travel, so I'm going to build a business into it. So what difference have you seen uh, in your life and just kind of the way that you do everything day to day by adding that little bit of design? Yeah, that's a great question. And that, um, that vision reality board activity we did um, was amazing. And awesome, but at the same time, I also went away from that feeling a little bit confused because, uh, and this might not make any sense, but it will because what I learned from that was I need to be, I need to immerse myself in environments that uh, is uncomfortable to me, expand my limitations as far as possible, but I also need to be authentic to what actually excites me. And I think some of those pictures that I had on there were just stuff that I should do because I should do, oh. right? And it wasn't something that actually excited me. So when I took that step back, and we actually did it again back at our house with things that we were intentional it's with. It's beautiful. Um, one of those things was travel. And ever since I've said, okay, I'm going in, travel's what excites me in my life right now. So when I've gone all into designing the travel side, you know, things have just been happening left and right with business and other things that have just opened the door. So beautiful. And so I think there's what I've learned is being authentic to what actually, what, what I call tickles your unconscious. Like yeah. What tickles you, right? Mm. What makes you excited subconsciously? And if you can find that, just go all in on that. Dang. That's what I would recommend. So you were designing your vision board or your reality board with just things that you thought that you should have. Yeah. Rather than what mm-hmm. you really wanted. Yeah, like at this point in my life, like cars don't, excite me where Ferraris fire you up, William, right? Mm. But it just doesn't fire. I don't wake up every morning thinking, oh, when am I going to buy this Lamborghini? It just doesn't do it for me at this point. I'm not saying it won't later. But man, waking up and thinking about taking my family to Disneyland, you know, which you're doing, which I'm doing tomorrow for Thanksgiving, (laughs) you know, that's what fires me up. Or, hey, how do I go? We got to go after what we want. Yeah. Not what other people want. Exactly. And so that's been the most powerful thing. Well, the moment I've zeroed in and aligned on that, um, that's when miracles happen and things just happen and the world aligns. Man, wow. the prices of Ferrari would be insane if everyone wants Ferrari. Yeah. I mean, no joke, right? Yeah. That, that's a very important point that you brought up because this is why this trip that we're planning together is not for everyone. 
Not everyone wants a royal kingsman to tailor their suits for them and to eat dinner, or maybe it's lunch, at the Tower of London and then do a number of other ridiculously epic things. Drive classic cars to an exclusive winery. Mm -hmm. Drive classic cars to an exclusive winery. Thank you for... Uh, yep. And, and look, you were even telling us things like we could rent out the Coliseum, private event. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, I have to bring this up. It's <laughs> pretty wild. That was the one that blew me away. <laughs> and we could rent out the Vatican, mm -hmm. St. Peter's. I'm like, sign me up, right? Yeah. This yeah. is a whole different Palace level of, of things. Versailles. Palace of Versailles. Yeah. I mean, there's some pretty amazing stuff we have in the pipeline. And you're going to Monaco to help us research exactly what we need to do when when people are invited to come and hang out on a yacht yep. in, in the south of France, which, I mean, many of you who have been listening or know about our content knows we're planning on doing that. Now it just gives us a whole huge list of options now yeah. instead of just coming out with us on the yacht and um what else would you would you tease us a little bit more what other cool crazy things could we do with and i'm not saying we're going to do all of them because at first we're going to start with one or two and then i mean it's not a cheap experience therefore we also have to plan ahead and people need to you know sign up and and put in their deposit for us to lock in the space we're probably only going to do what, one, maybe two a year. So we got to be very selective. But if you don't mind, tease us a little bit. So maybe we can have our audience vote on this. When are we going to the moon? That's what we want to know. Oh. <laughs> Make it happen. Come moon on. travel. Come on, Elon. <laughs> um, yeah, one thing that uh, has been powerful for, for us is my wife has learned and is starting to adapt all of this, uh, this content that you've produced, this this subconscious training and what's been really powerful in that is now we're both accelerating you know at the same speed whereas if if maybe just one of the spouses is accelerating but the other one's not it really does and could potentially create contention in the relationship mm -hmm. it's difficult because you start seeing things differently you start speaking differently and if your spouse doesn't understand how or why there could be some issues there right so one thing that I would love to do that I propose is I want to do a couples retreat in Amsterdam yeah. and do some, an amazing experience in Amsterdam later this year. Mm. Amsterdam to me is one of the most romantic cities and it's one of the most perfect places for couples to get awesome training, but also really, you know, experience uh, a, a romantic place. That's wow. Cool. So that's one. So I have a bunch of things lined up for that potentially. Um, I have some things in the works for Abu Dhabi, uh, sorry, Abu Dhabi, Abu Dhabi and Dubai <laughs> <laughs> that uh, awesome. would be amazing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I have a lot of things in the pipeline. That's awesome. I have one and I really want to do a Machu Picchu, Peru, Galapagos Islands. Yes. One. So um, cool. Could you tell us a little bit about the inspiration behind that one? Because you were saying there's something to do with, uh, can I say it? It's twofold. So there's two different ones going on, but okay, yeah. Okay. 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 There's something about aliens. So I have a, I have a, I have a friend, he's a dentist here in Scottsdale and he loves like aliens, extraterrestrials. And he's like, man, I want to get a group of people and I want to go explore this. And so of course me being me when I'm out, you know, networking, Hey, are there any experiences that we could do with aliens or extraterrestrials or, you know, whatever it may be. And so I'm setting one up for that here uh, pretty soon in the Amazon, Peru, uh, area. Wow, we should bring David Morehouse to this conversation because yeah. he could shed some interesting lights on this topic. I, 
think it would be fantastic. Yeah. We do a remote viewing train down in Machu Picchu. That'd be dope. Oh. Mm. I like what you said earlier about tickling your unconscious. I thought that was so profound because be, a lot of people are going to go through their life and never go to Machu Picchu or Amsterdam, and they're not going to tickle their unconscious mind with this. Like, yeah. you deserve to have like more exciting things in your life consistently, and if you don't add pixels and data to that, then a you're missing out on a lot of cool stuff. But purpose and the use of your time it just gets assigned to you, right? And if you don't charter what you want in life, then something's going to be assigned to you. And so, I mean, really, that difference is. It boils down to either you choose what it is that you want and then you go and you travel and you go see the place and you find an event or you create a business out of it so that you can bring other people to like experience the same thing, cultivate this like curiosity about life, make it beautiful versus having some kind of default way of looking at it. I don't know. I, I'm really fascinated by that. Well, honestly, one of my biggest uh, nightmares is monotony. And what I mean by that is... Mm. You wake up, you go to work, you come home, you eat dinner, you see your kids for just a little bit, you go to bed, you wake up, you work, you know, just the same thing every single day. And I look at that and I say, what's the purpose of life? Like life is meant for more than that. It's not just about work and seeing your kids for a couple hours a day. And I, I really am rooted in that belief. And so um, when you start talking about tickling your unconscious, for me, it's, it's that scares me. And that's probably an away from motivation, right? Which probably isn't the best. However, what I love is if I'm only on this earth for the short amount of time, what's the most I can experience? And to me, that's travel. Mm. That's experiencing cultures. That's experiencing new places. I mean, until you've been outside of the country and in in different cultures, you don't really understand it. So true. Right? We Um, talk about that at length, especially with everything going on. There's a lot of turbulence over there. It's like, well, we really care. We've been there, you know, and, and people feel the way they do. Like if you only know your environment, it is impossible to put yourself in the shoes of the other person and anybody's. It's like you go to Japan, right? And you realize there's this whole other completely different vector that some society has taken. And it's so, everything is so different from the way that we approach it. You go to Dubai, everything is so different from the way that we approach it. Italy, and you're like, I can't believe that people could live so vastly different and think so remarkably different from me. I guess I, I'm surrounded by just like people that are like me and, and saw the same things. And so I assume that everybody's kind of operating this way. And then they're not at all. And you don't get that unless you see the world. And to go on that point, too, when you're in another country, there's people living in this country who are doing the same thing you are back in America. And that's their life. But it's, there's so many similarities as well. They're just another person in a, in a country, you know, making a living and making the most out of their life. And I think when you have that understanding, you have a lot more compassion towards other people and cultures and whatnot. And that's been learning from a big learning from me traveling. The other thing too is I, I get people all the time who come up to me and say, hey, I got a, I got a great life. I got a, I got a wife. I got kids. I got a good job. But something's just missing in life, you know? And when I see that, you know, I feel sad. I feel bad. And that's the person at the core with the business that I'm creating. My tagline is permission to dream because Hmm. a lot of people don't give themselves permission to dream. And that's one of the superpowers that I feel that people miss. Um, So that's the whole purpose of why I do this is because I want to immerse people into a completely different environment that gives them permission to start dreaming bigger. Hmm. Um, That's the core of my why. So, yeah. 
So you've been through the upgrade trainings, uh, you and your wife have. Is there any, I mean, there's a lot of things that stick out, like we could talk about this or that. What's one thing that has had a really profound effect on your day-to-day life that maybe people can go, oh, like I would like to learn a little bit more about that or I didn't consider it that way. What's a what's a cog that's changed for you? Uh, how uh, being very intentional with my language patterns. Um, at Other than a lot of the actual trainings and the hypnosis and things of that nature, right? That was powerful in the events. But once you start learning language patterns and how people speak, and then you see the quality of their life, that correlation is fascinating. And when people speak, it's just a roadmap to their brain and how they think, right? And so you could tell that, oh, well, you're having these problems because you're speaking this way every single day. And so you're training your unconscious every single day with how you're speaking to your friends, to your family. Um, To me, being uh, aware of that has been one of the the most powerful things. Um, And my wife and I will catch each other like, you know, oh, wait, we probably should rephrase how we say this. Or why did you say that? What's holding you back? And so we'll challenge each other, which has been cool. That's awesome. Mm. But that to me has been the most powerful. And that I think it's connected to what you just said earlier, permission to dream. Because, and, and we don't have to go too deep into this, but people who dream about what they want have a way easier time actualizing what they want when they're actually mindful of their language because their language is like a medium between their non-physical and physical world. Their language bridges the gap between the two worlds. So if you're very cognizant with your language about being conscious about your language, you're able to speak your dreams into existence. So that to me shows congruency. That's shows that you actually do care about your dreams. And I think that, and one of the things I appreciate about you and and you being here today is that I think a lot of very successful people out there in the world or what we call successful, um, they found themselves losing passion for life. They found themselves, yes, they made the money, now what? They exited their company, now what? They're like, oh, I don't know what to do with myself or my money. We run into that all the time. People you know, grow and they get to a certain point, they make 50, 100 plus million, and then they're like, oops, I didn't expect it to happen now. Or, or I mean, many of them, even clients that are like, oh my gosh, I exited four years early, now what do I do, right? A lot of clients of ours do know what they're wanting to do because they design. Um, however, this is a thing that exists in the world. A lot of people experience that. So when you gave yourself permission to dream, did you find yourself finding new passion or, or just, I mean, how did you feel when you gave yourself permission to dream after you exited? Would you tell us a little bit? Yeah, you know, I have to. Um, so, so I'm gonna answer this question in a little bit of a roundabout way. Yes. Um, my business partners in FitCon were, like I said, really successful guys. Um, big fitness influencers had great big companies and people always ask me like, well, what, how are they so successful? Like, what do they do? Um, one in particular, Keaton, and you know, he, he would agree me saying this. Um, he is terrible at logistics, small tasks, no organization, right? There was times I'm like, how are you so successful? Right. And then I grew to love and respect him because there's one thing that Rob and Keaton both had that most people don't. Their dreams were so big. They just dreamed. They just, anything they dreamed, they felt they could do. 
And so that to me is one of the most differentiating factors is the ability to dream and how big your dreams are and how you focus on your dreams. That was it. They're not the smartest guys in the world, I promise you. But those two can dream. And that was the biggest wow. lesson I've learned. And so when you go back to um, when I sold and I finally gave myself permission to dream, how did it feel? Well, it felt like I let go of so many different um, programs that I had been running in my head that were not true. Ooh. And that right there was so powerful because I'm now able to look back and say, why did I think that? Oh, well, I thought that because of my middle school teacher in this day told me that. And so I've lived with those constraints my whole life. And the moment you start to realize that and go back and release that and give yourself permission to think differently, mm. right? Then the whole world opens up and then you're able to dream and then comes the fun part. So that that's to me was the most powerful part mm. and what so, felt good. That makes sense why we're talking here, right? Because if you're listening and watching this, I think allow me to tie this all together for us. What we're creating is a curated set of events that allow you, regardless of, I mean, of course, there's a minimum requirement for you to join those events. But if you're past that point, we will release your mind. We're going to help you unlock that lock that has been placed there over the years from middle school teachers to whoever, parents or, or society. We're going to help you not only give yourself permission to dream, we're going to place you in an environment where you're living the dream. And the two combined in a curated manner by someone who's done it before, by someone who is an expert at, at formulating events that are epic and, and training, we're going to bring in, we're going to bring in some really great experts in, in media where we, we're going to talk about different strategies that create the biggest media channels out there. Two, we're going to invite some very special guests. We're not going to tell you just yet. We're going to announce them later. But these are special, special guests that people will be like, wow, if I could just spend time with this person in a small room for an hour, this would be worth millions. We're going we're gonna to put together some special things where you, even if you have all the money in the world, you couldn't have purchased and got into. We're going to place these all together in one package. And I think that it's not even about the event, it's about you. It's about you finally giving yourself that permission to dream and live your dream. I'm excited. And even if you feel like you may be there already, this event is gonna push you to a new level. And then you may be curious about who could you help while you're at that event, right? Is there someone when you get there, like with Alan's story, you show up, someone leans into that and they're like, man, your story is inspiring to me. So if you're out there, if you're curious about coming to this event, who could you potentially help when you're there, right? With your programs that you're successful at. And there's gonna be a massive energy exchange. We're not sure on the total amount of people who are gonna be there yet. Um, probably be in that 20 to 30 amount of people range, but think of all that energy exchange going on in that event with everyone getting those learnings and experiences together. It's gonna be incredible. It's like an inner circle event. Yeah, seriously. Well, we look forward to seeing you in the next episode.
Dallin, thank you for coming on the show, man. Thank Great you. Great to hear Appreciate your story. It, yeah. Amazing. Everybody yeah. give you yourself permission here. to dream. Seriously, let, take it from him. Yeah. Yeah. It, that singularly has been um, outside of the upgrade trainings, but just giving myself permission yes. to imagine a life that we could dream of has been um, not only one of the most powerful, but one of the most fun things we've done. It's fun. It's fun. But again, as long as that dream tickles your unconscious. Like if you're trying to dream something that you just don't get excited about, it's not real fun because mm. uh, in my opinion, like I just lose interest in it really quickly, mm. you know, but. Well, we got a lot of fun stuff ahead together yeah. now. Look forward to teasing this more. <laughs> yeah, hey, hey, you know, I'll leave this last thing with all of us. Look, we people buy cars. How much is a car? If someone bought a Porsche, 180 grand, I, I had, a lifetime worth of travel experiences as I was researching where we can host our future trainings this year. And there was less than a Porsche. So how many people have supercars? How many people buy Porsche? How many people buy BMWs that are a hundred grand? They could have these ridiculous experiences with us. We'll talk soon. Yeah. Love it.